welcome back to another episode of team fridge talk today we are going to discuss a pre build up for world cup coming up in a um, couple of months and a uh, few teams have already started giving up uh, their squad combinations and uh, possible playing which are they going to play with so yeah let's start off with australian cricket side as um, like they revealed their possible spot traveling to india and there are also changes possible in that spot and Yeah, a bit of shocker for me. What do you guys think, Samir? Uh, yeah. So first of all, I was a bit surprised uh, that <laughs> they released a squad so early. And I know it's just a provisional squad, and there will be minor cuttings. But uh, I think it looks very, very solid on paper. And I know all of you will agree with this, but uh, I think definitely, you know, a champion side. It's looking like a champion side, definitely. uh especially the bowling attack i think uh since we are playing in india uh, and especially they will be playing india in chennai if i'm not wrong so which will be a turning track if i'm not uh, it can be a flat track but i think it will be a turning track because traditionally since few years it has been uh, favorable to spinners so they have good spinners out there you know adam zampa who has always been really good and they have decent good good great fast bowlers as well you know who have had a brilliant wtc final and uh, coming off a great ashes series as well so they are looking pretty solid uh, i know people will talk about manus labushin uh, i think it's a touch and go uh, he wasn't in the best of forms uh, in this summer and uh, given his uh, i think he did play uh, odis in india i think he has played odis in india and he did decently well uh, he wasn't really the best performer but he didn't do that ba- bad either but again they have a good team you know uh, david warner who has had an excellent record in india if you look at the stats uh, i think he will be the key you know when whenever we count out david warner he just comes right back at you so we can't really count him out in white ball in white ball cricket especially in india and then you have other players as well you know steve smith travis these these kind of players always you know have that potential to uh, change the game you know i mean I can't really say much about them i think the overall uh i think the most important thing about if you look at the squad is the all rounders category i mean you know you look at those all rounders any team that has good all rounders will always do well especially in a long world cup uh, you know where you are going to play against each and every team round robin format so you know you have good quality all rounders marcus stoinis is there uh you know cameron green is there even glen maxwell can be considered as one in those conditions So I think a team which has a good all-rounding options will always do well, and for me, definitely they can end up in top four, and uh, probably be one team that can also play the finals. So, looking forward to them. You know, before I start talking about Australia, I would like to, like the there's one thing which I feel about this World Cup is that it is going to be uh, great for bowlers. like you know in indian indian pitches if uh, the bowlers are quite able to deceive the batsmen only and only then you'll get a score which is like it can be even less than 200 but then if not then the score can go up to 350 as well and uh, seeing australia score this time the bowling unit looks really strong i mean even Mac, uh, glen maxwell uh, in the score can be uh, really deceiving because he has been in those pitches he has played in the ipl and has bowled 
like literally from probably all the big stadiums so i think that will actually help him a lot and of course adam zampa is uh, has always troubled all the teams and uh, he has always been so good against team india in indian fields so i think the spinners side is actually very sorted for team australia where these two could i think uh, head the spinning unit and of course i mean mitchell stark has the thing about uh, getting revived every world cup year so i think that will also be a very dangerous point for the other teams that mitchell stark is back to its old form he did uh, perform great in the ashes as well and now he will definitely look up to continue the same uh, in the upcoming world cup of course uh, labishe not coming was actually a strange decision because i thought if it's happening in india then uh, australia would go ahead with labishe but i think the australian batting side also looks pretty sorted and uh, i honestly hope that steve smith uh, will be the one who will get the who will be the top scorer for team australia with also with alex carey as a wicket keeper uh, we have all seen him do wonders uh, behind the stumps and i think that will help him and i think uh, that is why josh english would always be considered as a substitute as a wicket keeper but to be very honest uh, josh english can be a better batsman in uh, india than alex carey but uh, as we all know that uh, stumps uh, keeping the stumps will also be a tough job as it's a spinners game so alex carey ca- might uh, have an upper hand uh, against josh english other than that australian team uh, feels pretty sorted but uh, to be very honest like my personal opinion says australia won't qualify for the top 4 let's see hoping for the best through some pretty bold predictions coming out there now you know let's look at australian squad they have added up sanveer uh, sangha another exciting prospect so what do you guys think it's just a tactical move a backup player or something related to the condition which they are playing in um see i think uh, this is still a provisional squad right and uh, i think uh, only 15 or 16 players are allowed at the end if i'm not wrong uh, i think that's the number and uh, i think the fact that they have chosen two one or two players who have not played the game so far and uh, you know uh, i think george bailey was the one who said that they were really, uh, that he has seen them you know perform at that level and they look good to him so if he's telling that then definitely they might have something in them and especially if it's in india given the conditions i think uh, whatever decision they have taken they might have taken it with some uh, plan right and it's australian team after all you know they have always had the history of somehow picking up those new players and bringing them at the right moment uh, you know they have had a very good uh, there's a good story of how they brought up bretley uh, in the team uh, back in 2000 you know uh, many uh, people who had already spotted him playing him playing Uh, in the domestic cricket actually you know kind of cotton wooled him and said that you know he is one prospect for australia who can play for long and you need you need to cotton wool him so that you know he doesn't lose his pace or doesn't get injured and can play for australia at the highest of levels and you know what he did uh, it's all uh, you can see his career whatever he did so there's nothing that i can uh, no add about that and not just him you know even the great andrew simons uh, i think 2003 world cup it was where uh at uh, 2000 during 2002 australia had told steve or to step down from captaincy and 
they told that Ricky Ponting is going to lead the side and Andrew Simons was the one who was going to replace him as a batter and then we all know what he did from there so i think uh, these kind of bold decisions australia has uh, taken in the past as well and uh, uh, as devanshu said that uh, uh, it can be a game of spinners and it can be a game of bowlers just uh, i would like to put one point out there that this world cup is happening in october and uh, it's generally the world cups happen in india around uh, april and may uh, march april and may during the uh, summer time where there is no dew or where there is very less dew october and september these are the months where there's maximum dew that falls and especially we are playing maximum day night games the dew effect is is very much going to be there so i feel similarly to 2021 world cup that where dew was a very huge factor i think over here also dew is going to be a very very huge factor so teams who are bowling second or the teams who are going to win the toss you know uh, the teams who will bowl second will have a slight disadvantage so i think the teams especially with the spinners who have leg spin especially need to be prepared for that uh, you know we can't really cry about that you know at the end of the day you have to adjust to the condition that's just how it is uh, there was a point that where people were saying that let's make it day and night uh, instead of day and night let's start the game early but again due to broadcast issues or whatever i don't think that's going to happen so let's see whatever two prospects that they have had it uh, let's see if they can make it to the 15 or uh, make it to the 11 i doubt they'll make it to the 11 or at least the first playing 11 but again you know that's just what australia has done in the past as well bringing the new new players so let's see how it goes Uh, yes, you know, as you said, Tanvir Sangha is some player who I really don't see coming in the first playing eleven, but uh, he can be a great prospect in Indian conditions because I think he's uh, Indian originated and he has played immensely well in the Big Bash league as as well. I think he was playing for the Sydney Thunders if I'm not wrong, and uh, even in the emerging World Cup, uh, he had scored 15 wickets. He has got 15 wickets, which is actually a good rate. And you know, as you said, it's like. he's not going to be there in the first playing 11 but as and when the game gets more intense as and when the world cup gets more intense it's time to get players who have not been deceived yet players who have not been uh like players who are not yet taken out by the coaches of other teams that how they will bowl or not so i think those players can actually be a huge prospect for team australia and of course australia has always been the one who has gotten great players and i think they will uh, use tanvir really wisely so pretty much interesting picks by australia and uh, it's going to be huge squads that uh, will travel to india because you know there are lots of chances in uh, in terms of injuries when you're playing the world cup we have seen that australia qualified for semi final but what happened was disaster in the practice session two of the players got injured for last uh, odia world cup if i am not mistaken the one with england one so that's why i think so huge uh, squad contention will travel to india but yeah let's hope so all these players get a good game time and obviously australian calendar is pretty much much more if we talk about the schedule which they are carrying out before world cup so yeah definitely i think so these all players are going to get bit of a chance to play in and so what they've got so let's 
try to fit in the players which will short shot fit in the playing 11 so pat comments obviously being captain then alex carey wicketkeeper definite first choice then um, it will be mitchell marsh three picks are definitely going to play and um, over the top then there will be smith so these four picks are something that are always going to play in your squad and going up with uh, stark and zampa other two players and obviously for pesa i will take uh, abbot over hazelwood because uh, the last series which australia played against india and india the odia series i'm talking about strong uh, abbot was pretty much brilliant so i think so it will be abbot for pesa slot what do you guys think I think very interesting choices. Uh, the fact that they have a talent pool of such great all-rounders in the team again, I would mention, is definitely a luxury. And uh, David Warner, I would like to point one player uh, who can be the key for them. He has a point to prove. I feel uh, again and again after every Test series or Test series outside Australia, he, he always has a point to prove in white ball cricket. so i think he will be he definitely has the potential to score you know big 500 600 runs tournament he did that in 2019 world cup also and uh, he has done that consistently in ipl also and he he is very familiar with the these kind of conditions so pat cummins definitely uh, as you mentioned about shawn abbot uh, i think he's he will be the backup uh, at least in the first few games see since i i also told that uh, already mentioned that this is a long tournament you have to face every team so i think the backups will also play a role later down the tournament uh, we saw that in 2019 world cup also the way indian team utilized the uh, the bench strength so i think that will be uh, the case i think alex carey will definitely start as a keeper pat cummins i think they will start with the best bowling lineups because i think indian team is going to play them in chennai so they might go in with two two spinners as well as a uh, uh, glen maxwell they have Mitchell March and uh, Mitchell March will also definitely play. Adam Zampa will be there. Glenn Maxwell, I feel, can be that you know that player who can actually turn the game around in the last few in the back end of the innings. Uh, you know he has always he has always done well in India. He has had a good record. I remember in 2018 or 2019 they came to India and they won that T20 series. And uh, I think two match T20 series and Glenn Maxwell was the star of those two matches. I remember that he scored a brilliant hundred and the chase down in I think it was in Bangalore or something. And Marcus Stoinis again, you know, he is always he. I would say he has kind of underachieved in white ball cricket. Uh, the potential that he has had over the years, he has had that few glimpses. But again, you know, good all rounder. You have Marcus Stoinis, you have Mitchell Marsh. These kind of players always bring that X factor in you. but i would say that this world cup might be that next step for marcus stoinis because i would say that uh, he could have achieved more he could have had, made that impact the potential that he had the kl rahul i would say the potential amazing potential but delivery uh, could have been a bit more better i am not saying he hasn't delivered he definitely has but are not according to the potential so steve smith will also play a big role i would say because he has had a good record against india in white ball cricket I remember the 2020 series. I think it was ODI series where he scored back-to-back tons. In India, also he had scored good tons in white ball and red ball both. So Steve Smith, Mitchell Marsh, I think definitely you know will hold that uh, middle order for them and their bowling attack. You know nothing I can really add about their bowling attack. It's just 
looking so good at at the moment nathan ellis was also a very good addition people are not talking about him he did really well in ipl also the few games that he got i think he would definitely be a backup you start with hazelwood mitchell stark and pat cummins adam zampa your best options as of now glen maxwell those two spinners and i think you'll be really good to go even my take is actually the same about uh, Sean Abbott and Hazelwood that Hazelwood will be a better option uh, because he has al- also played recent IPLs more than uh, Abbott has uh, obviously so i think Hazelwood will be the one who is more comfortable with indian pitches and as i said you know Stoinis and Marsh might be the x factors because they really have been underappreciated and or maybe even underperformed if we are framing it in the correct way But yes, I think uh, the both of them will actually play a very big role in the uh, World Cup this year because if they are the ones who can, you know, hold the middle order uh, very correctly, then they really can uh, get big totals on the board. And of course, uh, Warner and Smith will always be there on the top, on the and then they will keep the score ticking. Pat Cummins, uh, of course, Pat Cummins, Alex Carey, uh, I heard of English. Uh, Stark Zampa will lead the bowling side. Maxwell, I doubt if Green will be uh, be in the 11. But as you said, you know it's a long World Cup, so maybe they will try to incorporate him somewhere in the latter half, or maybe just somewhere a couple of matches just to see if he's uh, if he's on its uh, good form or not. But I doubt if Green will actually get a green signal in the first uh, playing 11. Otherwise, the team looks actually very sorted. But there is, you know, one more thing which happens is when you actually have a lot of good players, it becomes very difficult to select a particular eleven. And I think that is going to be a case with Australia this time. That it is literally like every player is like absolutely well, and it's literally like a talent. It's a pool of talent. So I think it is a tough job for Australian selectors to come up with a playing eleven. But yes, they look pretty frightening to all of the other teams. well again still lots of time to decide the combinations and uh, yeah as mentioned before that australian calendar yet to complete before world cup so yeah we will get to know in pretty much uh, we will get to know pretty much that what combination australia is thinking of and obviously as uh, samir mentioned the conditions compared to ipl conditions we are talking about here will differ so Yeah, let's hope so. We get to know much more about Australian side. But yeah, let's move on to next side. Uh, again, this side is uh, pretty much uh, less anticipated for this World Cup at least. I am talking about the New Zealand squad. Uh, they have got uh, many injury cases in this calendar year, and uh, obviously many players uh, leaving the national contract, and they haven't announced any squad yet or anything provisional squad like Australia. In fact, none other team have uh, announced. But yeah, a few updates on them that Kane Williamson has returned to the national camp, but still there is no official update that uh, whether he is going to travel to India or not. But there are high chances as of now if we see the footages that we are seeing and the updates we are getting on. So, what do you guys think about New Zealand guys? I think New Zealand definitely is one of those sides where. which people don't really take that uh, you know 
don't consider them as a good side let's be honest but uh, come icc tournaments and they always punch up above their weights uh, you saw the last world cup 2019 world cup i would like to take that as an example uh, you know nobody really considered them although before the world cup before that world cup they were playing some excellent odi cricket i remember jimmy nishams you know was in top form at that point of time so uh, they were playing really good cricket in in world cup also but again you know they kind of dipped in the second half of that world cup and you know at the end they just managed to go in the top for due to run rate so uh, and the only good game that they played there was against india so i would say that uh, uh, again their squad kane williamson's injury uh, i don't know he was seen a, there was a video where he was batting where uh, his daughter was bowling and uh, i don't know if that is a match of fitness or not but uh, depends on his return as well uh, and uh, but i somewhere feel that uh, they may not be the most uh, favorite contenders for this year's world cup uh, i'm not speaking on terms of top 2 but in top 4 because uh, pakistan is coming and uh, these conditions depending on these conditions i feel uh, they are not that uh, you know equipped maybe if that's the right word because see uh, we also haven't seen uh, new zealand playing too much of odi cricket let's um, not just odi cricket but playing too much of cricket so it's really tough to analyze them at this point of time i would say and uh, i don't know people are not really talking about new zealand uh, because again as i said there's there hasn't been lot of odi cricket in last uh, one or two years you know especially due to too much of t20 cricket because of two continuous world cups so of course the calendar was calendar did not really have too much of odi cricket and it's for all the teams but uh, the moment where we see that they are playing as a unit as a whole squad it's playing a good series then maybe i think the last time we saw them was playing against india and they lost 3-0 over here so i think uh, they might uh, be they will face definitely a lot of challenges Uh, i think kane williamson will hold the key tom lethem is another player which will hold the key i think they have uh, you know these guys are really experienced and i still feel that you know they always had they were always so close to the uh, that finishing line but again at the end of the day you have to cross that line last few years they have played good cricket in these tournaments but the only thing that they managed to win is the wtc final right in 2020 uh, that uh, the season when india played them against uh, in the finals so i i don't really see them going that far uh, i think there are teams who are doing much better than right now uh, i think see it's also about hitting the peak at the right time uh, every team is not going to uh, be in the top form throughout the years that they've played right i think new zealand has seen that peak before today they might not be playing that type of cricket that they were used to playing back in the day uh, back in the day i mean 3 uh, 4 years back so i would still say that uh, there are teams who are better equipped in these conditions and will be more favorable in the top four. exactly you know the conditions can are actually going to make a lot of difference in this world cup and speaking about spinners in new zealand i think there's one spinner who can actually take the lead is uh, santner so if I I mean of course everyone is going to prepare and I think you know as you said uh, that they have to hit the peak at the right time and if the team clicks if the team synchronizes well in the world cup then I think they can always they are always the ones who are uh, not been spoken about a lot but yes ICC events and you find them in the eliminators so uh, as you know 
as we all are just discussing that they have not played uh, played a lot of cricket uh, in the recent times so maybe because of that we can't judge them right now but uh, it's all about how well they hit the peak uh, when the world cup starts so for now it seems very dicey for them to qualify in the top 4 actually but yes let's see hoping for them to hit the peak at the right time because we all know how uh, dangerous new zealand can be when they are playing in the in the greatest form because we also how how great they were in the 2019 world cup and the 2015 as well we can't forget that as well so yes keeping that in mind let's see how new zealand performs this year i think they have a very good spinning attack also if you see east sodhi and uh, mitchell sandna uh, i w- i won't hesitate to say but probably one of the best duos out there right now currently when it comes to spin attack mitchell sandna is very underrated uh, you know he just keeps bowling those tight lines 2019 world cup hardik pandya rishabh pant played the played a maiden over to mitchell sandna so i think these kind of players will always help and again mitchell sandna can bat also and again one more batsman we are forgetting devon conway one key player who can actually take this tournament by storm i would say is devon conway he did he did really well also in the current indian series as well and he has also done fantastically in ipl also in the last two seasons so he has had that experience of scoring runs in these conditions and uh, i think he can be the bet for the new zealand team i would say well obviously one more factor will come in like we see new zealand players leaving their national contract and are going to play all these leagues but uh, come the icc tournament these players return like we have seen uh, bolt playing in previous year of t20 world cup previous year t20 world cup and again he was not a part of national contract but still he was playing in that mix of uh, 11 but yeah it really depends on player to player right now again um, we know new zealand has a great track record in icc tournament specifically but uh, yeah it it's, it's been a pretty much quiet calendar year for new zealand to be pretty honest as you guys also mentioned and yeah we hope that we might get to see some speculations and news pretty much soon as of now only few players which we can confirm who might be actually we cannot even confirm right now for new zealand squad who is going to be there as a source of spot uh, so there were obviously some rumors coming in that uh, santna will going to captain in absence of uh, kane williamson and uh, yeah so let's hope that they get a good bunch of squad coming to india and obviously few players that are likely to feature in my opinion would be uh, glen phillips and i don't think so they will leave kane williamson out even if he is uh, injured for first week of world cup or second week they are going to take him as it's a long tournament also uh, not that long that i can compare it to some other big tournaments and that has been a bit false from icc side always so let's hope so they bring uh, bring a good bunch of player and there are also some in- interesting prospects in their squad which we haven't covered for example rachin ravindra they took him to pakistan tour and he performed uh, decently well over there he may fill up the all rounder spot then there is spin allen who will sort sort feature in my opinion and glen phillips is again a good performer for their side international side but uh, has always failed in league then we talked about santner then there will be williamson so one thing i cannot think of right now is the pace attack so 
who do you guys think will uh, feature in the Pacer deck? I think one of the I don't know the status about Trent Bolt whether he'll come back or no. Uh, if he's ready, then why not? Probably the first Pacer out there. But will the New, will the New Zealand board allow that? You know, you're just coming back whenever you want. I I I don't really uh, buy that lo- argument or logic uh, that whenever it's convenient to the player, he can you know just walk into the team. I don't think that's viable. But again, it depends on the board and their situation. I think Adam Milne will definitely be one of those players who will uh, they will look forward to. He did well in that uh, UAE World Cup also, T20 World Cup. I remember he was you know really troubling the Indian batsman in that second match. And Lockie Ferguson, definitely, you know, that pace that he has, again, can just, you know, intimidate any player, any batsman. He has had experience playing in IPL also. So, Lockie Ferguson, Adam Milnefer definitely will be really good options. Uh, again, and you also mentioned about Finn Allen. I really forgot about, about him. Uh, he is also a really good prospect for them. A young batsman. Uh, hasn't really made that impact right now. But again, potential-wise, he's really up there. And uh, Tim Saudi is also one option. I, I don't know the status about him uh, because I don't. I did he play the Indian match, uh, Indian uh, games uh, in the in the last year when uh, New Zealand came to India. I have to look look at that. But uh, Adam Milne and uh, for me, Lucky Ferguson uh, definitely uh, will be the pick of the uh, bowling lineup. Yeah, for me, actually, Lockie Ferguson is actually a very good take. I actually can't think of any other bowlers. But yes, it would have been great if Bolt would have been there. But yes, as we all know, let's see what the board decides. I don't have any other things to say about New Zealand. But I think they really have a lot to figure out before they come to India. Mm, also, top order, we will obviously going to see Devon Conway. That's also a short short pick and in my opinion will also be first choice cricket keeper for them. And then Jimmy Nisham also I think so will be a short short pick. All these players I am referring to right now did travel to Pakistan. Even I think so East Sodi hasn't played a lot of ODI cricket in recent years. But considering the conditions and all those factors, he might also at least make it to the bunch of 15, still playing 11, that that will be a question. But yeah, let's hope so. New Zealand cricket uh, pretty much it gives away some provisional squad or some updates related to the World Cup. But anyways, all we can say is we know a few bunch of players who will definitely feature for New Zealand. And uh, I think so, this might also be something related to not exposing the data of players so that uh, they can come in World Cup with the other teams having not much of upper hand over them. But yeah, this could also backfire to them as quickly as possible because obviously playing no cricket and just practicing in nets also doesn't mean that you're getting any exposure because match practice is totally different. So yeah, let's hope so they do come in India with uh, some good bunch of players and obviously we hope to see some good cricket from them. But anyways, um, let's move on. If you guys don't want to add on to New Zealand. Yeah, I think we can move ahead. So now let's uh, 
talk about the previous year world cup winners england probably strongest team right now which anyone can think of all the combinations we can imagine even the bench strength is something that can fit in pretty much well and win any tournament for them right now so let's talk uh, start with england uh, butler being a short shot pick in england for then uh, moen ali will be a short shot pick then sam curran will come in and um, yeah these are something confirmed picks and they might even take best to to world cup considering his ashes performance and uh, probably if there is the uh, if his workload management has been done properly then even best of my travel to india so yeah let's talk discussion about england uh, sami you may start again i think definitely one of the most all round teams out there currently and the best white ball team for me irrespective of the conditions the way they won the 2019 world cup the way they won the t20 world cup uh, 2022 absolutely amazing two totally different conditions but over there both world cups at the top you know can't really add anything and the fact that you know a player a team which has 11 match winners right from number 1 to number 11 you name any player out there i mean you name uh, you just look at the previous squad that they had jason roy uh, johnny bairstow Josh Butler, Owen Morgan, Joe Root, Ben Stokes, Moin Ali, Chris Wokes. The list just goes on. Every player, you know, just has had that uh, legacy of scoring uh, runs at the crucial moment. And I think the team. Many people were of the opinion England went uh, were very lucky in 2019 World Cup. I I think the type of cricket that they've played in that tournament. They dipped in the first half, lost to Sri Lanka, lost to Pakistan. and lost to australia also and from there when they had a must win game against india uh, bairstow stepped up and as usual scored a an amazing turn and john and jason roy also i think that match was just the type of cricket that you expect from england in the last 3 4 years you know after losing the 2015 world cup the standard that they set uh, that it's okay to lose few games but as long as players are getting backed as long as uh you know you're showing faith in the players as long as you're following your template that you have set it's okay to lose few games as uh, you know they they say now that it's okay if you lose some minor battles but as long as you win the war you have everything that you need so i think that's what is the strength of england i think the uh, they keep the team first and the individual records aside beat test cricket today or beat odi cricket since for 5 years now so i think the squad would would uh, look the same i don't know the status about jason roy they did drop him in uh, uh, before the t20 world cup i don't really know about jason roy and you know it's england they can take those calls when morgan just stepped out before the world cup because he knew he was not good enough to compete anymore and that's just the thing about england when morgan uh, dropped him just to test out david malan and he turned out to be one of their finest cricketers in those years so i think uh, these kind of things josh butler will definitely be the key josh butler and Jenny, johnny bestow i would point out two players uh, who can uh, you know i'm pointing out two players but again in england it's all about those 11 players we talk about india we talk about virat kohli and rohit sharma we talk about uh, other teams pakistan we talk about babar azam and rizwan but in england it's always about 11 players and not one or two players and i think that's the strength their bowling attack has always been a bit iffy 
uh, you know uh, they have been a bit underappreciated also i think chris wokes will definitely be uh, after tremendous ashes that he has had chris, uh, mark wood will definitely be a very good option and uh, joe root i think will be a part of the odi squad he did play the odis against india in england uh, wasn't able to score runs but he was i think dropped in between also but joe root i think will be a part of the odi squad uh he did score a double ten also in test matches in india definitely you know one of the favorites for me right now adil rashid again a good leg spinner you know any team who has a good leg spinner will always do well who trapped india in the world cup semi final it was adil rashid with his leg spin got out surya kumar yadav probably their biggest match winner currently in t20 cricket and white ball cricket so i think uh, adil rashid uh, will definitely be moin ali will definitely be a very good option these kind of cricketers are very handy you know all rounders and all those uh, i don't know the status about jofra archer uh, i think england has really uh, moved on from that uh, phase uh, that they're not depending on any bowlers who are getting injured like other teams are doing so they have a good bench strength also uh, so yeah let's see uh, uh, i think owen morgan the kind of uh, impact that he has had uh, the kind of uh, benchmark that he set after leaving i think jos butta has done really well in carrying that further so for me top 4 definitely won't be surprised if they play the finals also for me there's just one thing which i had to say about team england is that there is no end to the batting lineup there is literally no end like even the bowl, there are some bowlers who can literally play some big shots and which is actually the great part of it that team in england will be able to you know give up that big totals and they are also uh, pretty well versed with the conditions as well because a lot of players are already a part of the ipl and they have always uh, toured to Engl- uh, to india and have played great cricket over here as well and i also agree to the same point that there won't be a lot of changes uh, in the squad uh, it will probably be the same squad of course the players have retired won't be part but I think it is almost going to be same. Wokes and Wood are actually my top two preferences for the Pacers, and I think they are going to be the one who are going to lead the who are going to lead the bowling side. Sam Curran will actually be a great prospect. Even I doubt if Jofra Archer is available or not, but I did uh, hear some rumors about the same that Archer might be there. About Root, I doubt if Root will be there in the playing eleven. They might take him in the sixteen. but uh, seeing him play recently even in indian conditions they would try not to uh, get root in the playing 11 they might just take him uh, later in the event maybe for a couple of games but seeing the current form he had in indian conditions root doesn't seem to be the perfect option for them to be in the playing 11 other than that the team looks pretty sorted and as i said it there's no end to the batting lineup and of course i think I would also agree to the same point that Team England is really capable of even playing the finals. Mm, true, absolutely true about Team England side. Like um, obviously we are talking about uh, some fixed players that have been playing uh, for you know like they have been the part of the squad for this uh, cycle of World Cup. but then england has also quietly tested out many other players like they rested butler for bangladesh uh, series and sent in phil salt then another exciting prospect they are having is sakib mehmood 
uh, who is uh, being told as the best like to like replacement for Jofra Archer if they really want to have someone like him then obviously we talked about Mark Wood and uh, yeah with Mark Wood comes injuries so you really require a strong bench strength then Adil Rashid being one uh, first choice spinner but again the question arises who will be that second spinner i don't see any other spinner in english side right now going in yeah devansh you want to take this yes so you know about the spinners part i think it is really difficult for team england to come up with actually a good spinner after what mohin ali has done i mean he was great in the previous world cup as well it's like very hard to say talk about the spinners actually of team england but i think adil rashid is the one whom i can think about there's no other spinner i can actually think about i think definitely adil rashid uh kind of underrated i would say uh, he's been playing for england since 6 7 years now more probably more than that and he has had that impact believe it or not uh, uh moin ali and adil rashid this duo beat in test cricket or beat in uh, uh, white ball especially white ball and uh, you just look at the past game that they ha- that they played against india in the world cup you know he, adil rashid was the one who took the indian batsman by the storm you know i would say so i think definitely a uh, leg spinner will always be handy uh, because uh, i feel that the phase of the middle overs that's there it's a 50 over world cup right the middle overs will definitely be the key the team that picks wickets in those middle overs will always have an upper hand if you're not picking wickets in middle overs then you're always going to be behind in the game and i, I always feel that wrist spinners and leg spinners are your go to bowlers in those middle overs so uh, if you have a good pacer who can you know hit the deck if you have a good leg spinner your bowling attack is definitely complete and if you have good all-rounders i think these are the three key elements that you need in your bowling attack to make them very aggressive and england has that currently true so again till now we have discussed three teams and obviously there is some sort of you know a factor coming in that uh, all these team hasn't haven't revealed what they actually going to bring in when they are traveling to india right like australia obviously revealed the provisional odi world cup squad and that's their strategy leave them but apart from that even beat england beat new zealand they haven't really revealed anything till now so you know this factor coming in that all the other teams shouldn't have upper hand on uh, these five kind of teams so Do you guys think that's a good strategy, or at least they should have some match practice before coming in? In terms of condition, obviously, um, they are played Ashes and other tours too. But in terms of condition, mm. so I think it also depends on what calendar you have, right? Uh, this past year, definitely. Uh, forget the past year, the two years, last two years, uh, we haven't had too much of ODI cricket. and you know 5 minutes back i was struggling to think that when was the last time that uh, england toured india to play odi cricket and i and i forgot that they did in 2021 i think uh, where india won the series i think bestro was the player of that series so uh, i was just looking up that series and uh, 
uh, I think kind of players that they played back then, uh, there won't be much difference right now. So saying that it's a strategy, I would say it can backfire also, right? If you're not doing too much match practice, if you're not playing that much ODIs as a team, as a unit, you will definitely, you know, don't have that uh, camaraderie that you need in your team. You would always want to play a lot more matches. 2019, I think, I remember was the peak of ODI cricket. You know, all the teams playing so many ODI games. India, when they toured England, uh, they played three ODI matches, although we lost that series. But uh, they toured to South Africa. We won that series, you know, where Kuldeep and Chahal took those wickets. And we toured Australia where we won two. And then Australia came to our place and we lost this, that series 3-2. So, there, were, there was a lot of ODI cricket happening at that time. And there was the ta- talk about England scoring around 400 runs. And I won't be surprised if England is the team who goes on to score 400 runs in this tournament. Especially given the fact that they will be due. Uh, given the fact that they are the ones who have changed the format, their, uh, the way you want to play the white ball cricket. I won't be surprised if they are the ones who score 400 runs. And they have those kind of players as well. So, if you're talking about the strategy, if that's a strategy not to reveal, uh, I would say it can backfire also. Uh, and it also, also depends on the calendar. I would place my bet on the fact that uh, ODI cricket has not been played a lot in the last few years. And it's about all the teams. Uh, it's not really like 2019. I think in 2019, the excitement was uh, a bit more, a lot more in fact. And uh, 2023, I feel a, a bit lackluster so far. And considering the fact that there are only one or two months remaining for the World Cup. So, uh, but again, you know, it all depends, you know, when the World Cup begins, it's World Cup at the end. And this is your biggest, I feel this is the biggest event in cricket, right? The 50-year World Cup. So, this is the moment where you have to prove what you have done. So, England is going to be there, I feel. They are going to, you know, leave a mark over here, as well, irrespective of the strategies or not. And, you know, in general as well, like, every team really wants to have that pressure uh, ready before the World Cup starts. So, I think uh, I think that pre-build-up will start uh, right after, you know, I think the Asia Cup ends is what I feel. Because maybe, because what I feel is I have actually got a lot of friends outside India, somewhere in England and Australia. And they have also uh, told that there is a lot of build-up actually going in for the World Cup. But I think the current Indian broadcast is actually just not looking forward with that so maybe the build up is not that much but i think as you said the world cup is the greatest event of cricket the 50 over world cup and you know keeping in mind the same thing about uh, teams not revealing the squads yet is because they still have a calendar uh, odi calendar left so i think after the odi calendars are done and i think england is touring india uh, before the world cup right if i'm not wrong Australia is touring India. Uh, Australia is touring, right. So, uh, that was actually a very bold move for Australia to uh, come up with uh, the World Cup squad. And as we all know that it's Team Australia in the end, there there are definitely going, going to be some changes, some eliminations, some miraculous players coming in. So, in the end, it's, you know, it's there has to be a build-up. And I think every team is doing it wisely. And talking about England, England is a team which you cannot write off uh, from an ICC event in the in the recent couple of years because they have played absolutely well and they have literally they are not just the ones who are doing it but they are also the ones who are speaking about it so I think both the factors are uh, synchronizing really well and I think that is what will help uh, England go 
an edge over other teams uh, in the world cup this year hmm so you know that for about england we can talk about right now obviously there's lot for for the cricket to come again you to- we talk about asia cup and then there are lots of international tours that will begin uh, so yeah let's hope so again we can expect the same thing from england as we told previously that hopefully we would get some data soon but uh, yeah time to move on to asian african countries right now so let's talk about the most anticipated uh, team like not most anticipated like the most we wanted to talk about actually team india and i don't see this squad being settled at all right now and yeah uh, if you guys want to talk about team india you all can go ahead i really don't know what to speak about them Yeah, they want you can take it first. Sure, you know the best part about Team India is that it is real. Like it is not just that the spectators are uh, having a word about who will be in the playing eleven, who will at least be in the sixteen. But even the selectors are not sure about is uh, that is what I feel because doing trials right like just two to three months uh, before the World Cup is not any team expects. and even like getting your big players out like if you see the tour against west indies getting rohit and kohli out was nowhere uh, what the selectors had to do because if you i recently got a stats regarding virat kohli has skipped almost 20 uh, odi matches after the 2019 world cup and that actually is a very big number because we have all known how great of a player he is so and of course him and uh, rohit being the most experienced players in the team in the batting side they have to be uh, there to lead the side because we all know that uh, india is a country of great cricket uh, upcoming cricket players and if they are not mentored in the most in the most possible way then i don't think that they can be able to win events and of course coming back to the point about squad selection let's see what the squad comes up but i really doubt if okay i mean this is a very bold prediction but to be honest i really doubt if this is going to be india's world cup because there has to be a clarity i mean the one thing is good which is bumrah is coming back so maybe that brings an extra factor because he has not been in the game for a long time and now if he's coming back uh, he would have definitely come up with some better skills uh, so let's just hope for that and let's just uh, hope that finally team india will be able to complete the drought of icc trophies Hmm, I think uh, this is going to be a tough one. Uh see I think the squad uh there's still time. I think the fact that uh as he's as Devanshu said clarity is not there. Let's be honest. And uh, this is a round robin tournament and you have to play every team once. And uh it it does look a bit tough. Uh let's first agree to one fact that we are not at our best right now. uh and uh, it has to do with a lot of things there are a lot of factors i think one factor first i would like to say is uh, player management or injury management i think in the last 2 3 years there have been so many injuries so many injuries that it has just you know disbalanced your entire uh, uh ecosystem i would say 
there has not been a clear management of in- injuries deepak chahar you look at deepak chahar he was at his prime 3 4 years back but now you know he has had so many injuries that uh, uh he came back once after a long break he played that match and he directly went off the field that same event happened once again and rohit i remember he came to the press conference and said that you know these kind of things are not really acceptable players have to be fit before they uh, come and play the games so i think uh, deepak chahar is just one of those examples jasprit bumrah has been out for a year he has not played any cricket and he's coming back right before the world cup it's a good sign that he's coming back but it's also a bad sign that he hasn't had that much of game uh, match match time what if he breaks down during the middle of the world cup or what if he is not in that top form when was the time that you going that you going to judge him after the injury so i think injury management definitely they have to look at the ways of the training uh, to avoid these kind of things why is it that other teams are managing their players a bit a uh, bit better compared to india and uh, uh, and even kl rahul kl rahul and shreyas ayer you know those were the two players who were actually in the middle order that the team gave them the chances to play in the middle order but uh, they have been out due to injuries as well and now they are saying that uh, they are not going to uh, feature uh, that uh, indian team is of the opinion that they are di- directly going to take kl rahul to the world cup how is it that they they are going to take directly kl rahul to the world cup i mean i'm sorry but he is he doesn't he has a potential definitely i would say the talent equivalent to one of the more, um, various talented players that india has had but delivery i would say that uh, there hasn't been the delivery that we expected and he is not on that level where we would say that if he is not playing any match since one year and you can directly take him to the world cup although the given the current scenario where none of your players none of your none of his backups are performing or are currently injured you might have to take him at the end of the day or who will, who is your wicket keeper for the world cup who is your keeper in uh, white ball cricket rishabh pant is out for a year uh, you don't know when he's going to come back or if he's if whether he's going to come back ever so who is your backup for that did you prepare a backup for that the answer is no if you are ishan kishan could have been a backup for him but you're playing him as an opener he is not going to open for india right in the world cup if you were preparing him for him as a wicket keeper you could have given him options in middle order that could have been a vital preparation right or uh, who is the second option who is the second wicket keeper sanju samson we have been saying since past 2 3 years justice for sanju samson justice for sanju samson and what does he do when he plays he waits for those four five bad innings then in the fifth innings he goes out and scores a 50 or 60 he has had so many options he has had so many uh, uh, options that are wrong words sorry he has had so many opportunities in the past but if you are not willing to take those opportunities then how is it that the team is going to show faith in you see some players will get more opportunities some players will get less opportunities that's a fact you cannot really deny that shubman gill is a player who will get a lot of opportunities Uh, see it's it's just a part and parcel some people get those opportunities at the right time some people don't yeah and sanju samson unfortunately is a guy who uh, maybe did not get that run but whenever he gets the run he doesn't get the runs right so i think uh, it will be difficult for the selectors as well i think there's a two way uh, players are not really taking that uh, responsibility as well injuries are there uh, your squad is not settled you don't have a wicket keeper right now who is a wicket keeper i kl rahul if they're saying that they're going to take him under 70% 80% fitness i think that is a very bold move shreya sayer who is your number 4 batsman we talked about wicket keeper who is your number 4 batsman or a, perhaps a number 5 the wicket keeper plays at 4 uh, is it shreya sayer but he is injured 
Chesaya did really well against South Africa when they came to India. But uh, is he fit right now? He is not fit clearly. For the past one year, he is not fit. And you are telling him that directly he, that we are going to take him to the World Cup. He did well in test matches. I am not saying that. In Bangladesh, he saved them few games. Uh, in uh, New Zealand test matches also, he did really well. So, he has saved you games. I am not saying that. But is he that kind of a player who can directly walk into your squad? Given the current scenario, he might because he has had a good record in ODI cricket. But are you t- willing, willing to take that chance? So, I think your middle order is not settled. I still feel your openers, uh, Virat, Rohit and Shuman Gil will be your openers. Uh, I don't think there's any debate. Shuman Gil, yes, he has had a dry run. But uh, I think they'll still back him. Uh, and he should be backed. But uh, it, still, it still feels very unsettled. And I would say Hardik Pandya. Uh, people are not talking about him, but... Uh, is Hardik Pandya in the best form of his life? He is not. Let's look at the past five years. I would say he has really underperformed for me. Uh, uh, he did not do well in. He has had a very bad year this year. Uh, beat the IPL, beat before the IPL, beat after the IPL. Even in the current West Indies series, you know. See, it's it's easy to go out and talk in press conferences, but if you're not able to back it on the field, it it uh, the tree will fall on you. You will get criticized, right? So I hope he comes good. I hope he bowls those ten overs. I still feel India doesn't have the all rounders only. You look at the other teams; they have had so many happy all rounders. India does not have any all rounder. Or perhaps I would like to uh, say it in a different way: India doesn't want to uh, uh, breed, or India doesn't want to train those new all rounders. I would say I would put it this way because. Uh, of obvious reasons that you would want to save places for other players. And they're doing it same for the KL Rahul, they're doing it for Hardik Pandya. Hardik Pandya is a good player, but you need a backup for him as well, right? Who is the backup for Hardik Pandya? It cannot be Sanju Samson. It, it is definitely not... Uh, uh, Ravindra Jadija will definitely play as a spinner, but if you're saying that Akshar Patel is your backup, all-rounder. You, he was not even bowling in the West Indies series. Today he's bowling, I just saw the scorecard. In the last few games, he did not bowl only. So, there are a lot of things that are very cluttered right now. Nothing is clear, I would say. Uh, so, if there was a bit more clarity in what you would want. It's the same as 2019 World Cup. At that time also, you were not clear. This time also, you are not clear. This time, you are not... Uh, in, in 2019, I would say your players are at the top form. The top players. Right now, uh, I don't really see your top batsmen in that top form who can go out there and perform in big games. I mean, they definitely have the ability, but... Is it the time? Uh, are you at your peak? Uh, you're definitely not at your peak. So, I think we have to agree that Indian team has gone down in the last 2-3 years. Uh, it's, it happens. It, uh, it happens with all the teams. It's, you can't be at your peak forever. So, let's see how it goes. Uh, yeah, so far, for me, that's it. You know, even after so much things that we expect from this squad, you know, now it's time this proper, this will be probable bunch that will say, I don't know, somehow there is some bad change happening at the very end time. And for example, adding up Ashwin in both years of the previous years of T20 World Cup, I didn't see him coming in that squad for sure. And again, this has happened again for this squad selection too, and that's, a, that's what Indian cricket team has been known for. They will suddenly bring in some other guy, and obviously things will uh, just mess up for them. 
and as you said that K Rahul might directly feature in World Cup and when he won't perform then obviously few of the experts will just go harsh on him and while others will try to just say that obviously coming after injury give him some time give him some time but all these things need to be taken care of in this year this whole cycle of the world cup you are experimenting and doing all these changes just months before world cup and all the other teams have a settled squad at least a settled combination what they really want to play in terms of playing 11 and other backups which they can fit in and that's the combination they maintain throughout that cycle but here there is no combination at all you don't know how many all-rounders you want to feature in that playing eleven you don't know which pin you want which spinner you want to take in that playing eleven and your openers are still messed up you might even i will not be surprised if you know rohit step down to number 4 and tells ishan kishan to open he has done that in ipl so he might do it for india too and the reason will be same i have done it in ipl i can do it here too that will be the reason and that can happen for sure and yeah i don't know what to say about the indian cricket team as of now still pretty much unsettled decisions that are being taken and also i might not be surprised if someone performs from that asia cup is uh, not asia cup asian games group and might just feature in world cup that can happen too because that's what indian cricket board is all about at this moment I think there is one more thing that uh, that's a thing over here and that is the spinners uh Yuzvendra Chahal and Kuldeep Yadav I would like to pick these two players uh 2017 they made their debut 2016 2017 and uh, as you remember the champions trophy final India Pakistan and Ashwin and Jadeja were really horrible in that match and that was the time when they decided that they would like to go with risk spinners in the middle overs as picking wickets in middle overs is always crucial and beat every series after that south african series i would say the when they when india toured south africa i think they were brilliant kuldeep yadav and yuzvendra chahal they were the reason that you won that series 5-1 right and beat that south african series beat the england series after that when india toured england kuldeep yadav picked the fifer in the t20 match he picked up a sixer in the odi match yuzvendra chahal was also picking crucial wickets then come australia series and kuldeep yadav picks a fifer in sydney in test matches Use when the child picks up a six-wicket haul in uh, the ODI cricket in ODI matches. But what do you do before the World Cup? You break up that partnership, and and then we all you just break up the partnership. You also break up the confidence. So I think the most important thing of any spinner is the confidence. And if you're not able to back them, I'm sorry, but it will always come back to haunt you if your if your if your team doesn't have a good leg spinner i think the phase of off spinners is just diminishing now how did ashwin ashwin make it to the t20 squads when he was not even playing the t20 cricket for the entire year for both the world cups and i won't be surprised if he makes it to the 2023 world cup squad i won't be surprised if he, if that happens because see the the i don't understand i i uh you don't play ravichandran ashwin in test matches where he should play and where he should not play is the t20 cricket and odi cricket and you're playing him there at the most important uh, tournament why is it that uh, they always tend to ignore yuzvendra chahal and kuldeep yadav uh, there are a lot of back stories that keep floating around that there are many non cricketing reasons as well but if a player is performing on the field you have to back that player no matter what if he has won you so many games 
Usain Bolt did not feature in the 2021 World Cup T20 World Cup. He did not feature in the 2022 T20 World Cup. He was in the team but he was not able to uh, play the games. So why is it? Why is it that you cannot I just fail to understand this. I mean, they are uh, playing cricket since 6-7 years now. And I feel that, you know, at times see, at times uh is it the uh, some people I feel that uh, you back too much uh, and i'm sure you guys know what what players i'm talking about and some players who don't get that backing just like kuldeep yadav kuldeep yadav had a horrible two three years two years from 2019 to 2021 horrible year horrible two years he was not backed uh, you know he was out of the team uh, he went to australia 2021 was the only player who did not play the uh, series all the players played ravi shastri even mentioned to fail his name that he did not play although he remembered kartik tagi but did not remember uh, kuldeep yadav's name uh, and even in this oh, currently he's doing really well and i would i would say that uh, even in the last game against west indies usain the chair was he picked two crucial wickets at an amazing uh, moment of the game and you just didn't give him the last over so at times i feel that you don't want certain players to succeed i, I it is a very wrong statement to make but this happens in a, not just in any a cricket team but it happens in other sectors also i feel that there are times where you don't want a certain player to succeed everybody would want shubman gill to score century everybody would want kl rahul to play every other game even if he fails uh, there will always be a, a soft spot for kl rahul for everyone but why is it that kuldeep yadav when he picks up a fifer in bangladesh you drop him in the, in the next game or uh, use vendor chel when he's picking up wickets in the crucial game and you just don't give him the last over it has happened in both the games and today when he when the poor guy has not picked wickets you're giving him all the overs so i don't know so there are a lot of things uh, and uh, i would i would still bend my uh, i would say that uh, i won't be surprised if uh, chahar is not selected for the world cup you're going to select three spinners kuldeep yadav is in the forefront he has picked up wickets he deserves to play and uh, kuldeep yadav will be the uh, spinner ravindra jadeja will be the spinner and akshar patel will be the, his backup because he can bat because he can bat so these are the three spinners that are going to select chahal will again we won't be selected so uh, what is your planning i don't know uh, you're not backing the right players at times uh, again it's also a vision right uh, a coach or a captain uh, might show faith more in a certain player that does not mean that it's wrong or that does not mean he's wo hota hai na ki dost ko khela liya aisa it's not that at times you see more potential in certain players but it does not de- but if he does not deliver it's a f- a fault of the player as well as the coach and the captain if you, if a person is not able to deliver then you have to back on someone else so that is not happening i feel so i uh, everybody gets if everybody is secured i think your team will automatically do well just like you know england has done that in the last few years so you know like as you said i even i had the same thing about kuldeep yadav that he is definitely in the forefront for the world cup selection this year and i guess that is why they even tried him in the west indies squad as well i mean of course the conditions are very different but then you want them to get get some hands on experience in the field as well so kuldeep yadav is definitely in the squad jadeja of course and it's very evident that akshar patel will always have an upper hand because he bats but you know what i really feel about this is that i know we should have a very an endless batting lineup going down till 7 or 8 Uh, seven, seven down or eight down. But you have to under, assign roles to people. 
there are some bowlers who are actually very good at bowling but are not good at batting but just because uh, they are not good at batting they don't uh, get to be in the 11 that is actually pretty unfair to them because they are doing their role in the most perfect way possible and every time it's it won't happen that you will have to depend on akshar patel because if the top order is not uh, playing if the middle order is not being able to handle the pressure then it is a fault of the top and the middle order as well it doesn't mean that you always want uh, bowlers to play for you because in the end everyone has their particular set of roles i understand it's a team event everyone has to do it for the team but then in a team you are assigned particular roles and if you can't even do that and you expect the other person to do that role for you then that is actually not fair for the uh, bowler who is actually uh, putting his role in the most uh, correct way but if we see it that way as well then uh, akshar patel has got good results it's just that he's not been uh, gotten a lot of games to play in recent times it really is a very dicey situation and that is why i still stick to the line that there is not clarity uh in the indian team selection and it's not just in the eyes of the spectators but also in the vision of the uh selection committee is what i feel because trying out a lot of things just before the world cup doesn't actually help every time you have to stick to a particular 18 member squad and then get them to play together get them to win matches together that is what will help them learn and then get ready for events like world cup I mean, why was Akshar Patel <laughs> batting at number four in the ODIs against West Indies? I mean, there was absolutely no point. You know, I could think I was thinking about any reason that would come to my mind, but there was absolutely no reason. Why would you send him at number four? He is not even going to feature in your first playing eleven, and he is a backup of Ravindra Jadeja. If you are treating him as a backup of Jadeja, he should bat at number seven. And in the T20, in the last T20. he did not even bowl a single over so what kind of preparation is this i mean and today he has bowled four overs so why did he why did he didn't he bowl in the last uh, last match if you are treating him as an option for jadeja give him that match practice if you are saying that he doesn't have the match practice when you are giving him games but if you are not even giving him the uh, uh, a right spot for batting you are not bowling him even if he's playing the match so what kind of practice is is he going to go with so that is also a factor right and uh, see i am very disappointed with uh, people say rahul dravid has not delivered yes he has not since the time he has been the coach india has had very bad results but i feel that the indian coach does not run the cricket beat ravi shastri beat uh, rahul dravid beat coaches before that at least till uh, at least till the ganguly or the post ganguly era if i am not wrong i don't think the coaches have any power as you mentioned about the selection committee even the same goes with the selection committee as well the one bold call that they took along with bcci was sacking virat kohli as a captain uh, only from the odis i think that was the only good bo- um, uh, the bold call that uh, bold call that they took uh, apart from that the entire cricket before uh, rahul dravid was run by virat kohli and ravi shastri most of virat kohli and after virat kohli stepped down and ravi shastri also Uh, uh i the cricket is always run by your senior players i don't think coaches have any involvement in these kind of things 
yes they might have a say that okay we can do this we can do that but at the end of the day the the call lies with the players and uh, and not the selection committee the last coach who had the uh, guts to uh, you know step up and uh, tell his plans the way he wants it was anil kumble and he was removed from the uh, uh, team as as a coach <laughs> i mean that was happening during the champions trophy and you were playing the finals and there was a report that said that before the championship champions trophy final the day before the champions trophy final you, the captain of the team was actually having discussions with sachin sehwag and saurabh saying that he does not want anil kumble as a captain as a coach one night before the finals imagine if you are having meetings that they want closure the team wants closure and i'm not just blaming the captain it was the entire senior group of players at that time that they didn't want anil kumble so which coach after after the incident will come up and say that you know this is my ground set of the rules that i've set and you guys are going to you know just stick and follow this so i don't really see uh, the point of coaches uh, you know taking the charge if there's a so it's all about the culture i would say so if till the time that is not going to change i don't think anything is going to change Uh, your team is good your players have talent uh, they have done well in the past also it's not that uh, irrespective of uh, there was a phase where you didn't have a strong bcci i think 2017 to 2020 phase when until ganguly became the president you didn't have a bcci at that time and the entire cricket was run by just one man that was that kohli at that time so i feel that at time the captain should have the power but if all the powers are with your captain and the senior players if you if there's no one nobody to question you then automatically these kind of uh, uh, selection choices you will question so i don't know where we are heading uh, i would still say that your team is good uh, at least your players are good as a team as a unit you need to set the right uh, preparation plans and i would still say that you since you're playing in india uh, you still have a chance yes maybe not the chances compared to the last world cup but this year i don't know chances are definitely less but again it, it, there's still time out so asia cup is still there before the world cup if you set your team right if you set the uh, squad right i would still say you have a chance so let's hope for the best well the long talks of disappointment and indian cricket board never seems to end from past 4 years now but yeah uh there has been lots of update about you know final date of uh, submitting world cup squads and that lying somewhere in month of september so by september we should uh, get clarity about all the teams what squads uh, they are traveling with and uh, yeah also this is just the play, uh, type of players and all these things we are talking about the indian cricket board but even the management part like if you are hosting the world cup there is no proper facility they have provided for such a big tournament there is no ticketing facility it is now there is no way you can book tickets in advance and all these horrendous errors like changing the schedule that for the new talks are coming about but anyways these are the secondary talks we are here to discuss about uh, cricket and not about management in cricket so yeah let's hope uh, that indian cricket team Let's get to an extent where we can uh, tell that they played a very good cricket and fought hard instead of uh, just preparing some bad pitches and winning the title. So let's just name few players who might feature in playing eleven. Obviously, as we said, we cannot even predict what will be the eleven 
as long as some horrendous decision will be made that for sure so virat kohli rohit sharma and hardik pandya i don't see them going anywhere around then shuman gill also there is a chance that he might be sitting on the bench but for now i would also say he is in that uh, cemented uh, in the list of that cemented players and uh, in bowling attack again spinners still i can tell that uh, jadeja will be the one but for pace attack i still don't know what kind of players they are going to bring in as mohammad shami hasn't played odi cricket now for a long time just quit bumra again i don't know whether he will feature in that or not then one player i feel that siraj will be one that that will get his spot but rest no one can predict uh about my prediction i think uh, it is of course going to be rohit kohli pandya jadeja and kuldeep to lead the spinning uh, side and i think bumra and siraj will definitely feature because i think you know it has been a long time that bumra has not been a part of team india and i think uh, if now bumra is coming in and captaining a side against ireland then i think he is actually match ready and i think that is going to help him a lot so i think bumra siraj uh for the spinners i also think uh, kuldeep will be there kuldeep jadeja let's see if it's going to be chahal or akshar patel but uh, i would uh, put my money on uh, akshar patel other than that shubman gill definitely for the keeping i am actually very confused i think it is going to be kl rahul they will because as you know we just had a conversation regarding it that they'll go ahead with a 70 to 80% uh, recovery as well and i think he is actually pretty good at that uh, at number 5 number 4 number 5 but also we have to keep in mind how uh, recovered he is but kl rahul seems to be a very good uh, keeper so i think that is my prediction for the playing 11 mm, see first of all we talk about the batting uh, rohit and gill will definitely open they should uh, shuman gill as of now tk is not <laughs> scored that runs after the ipl but uh, if he comes good definitely and i think ishan will be the backup opener so and see with ishan he is that he is that uh, floater also you know wicket keeping middle order as well as an opener they will definitely start with shubman and gill kohli definitely at three and uh, number 4 and number 5 is your issue just like every uh, 2015 or uh, 2019 world cup also your number 4 was an issue 2023 world cup is also number 4 is going is an issue and in 2035 world cup also your number 4 will be an issue so that is not going to stop so as of now if as he said kl rahul if he is even 80% fit i think they'll take him although i disagree to that if a player is not fit uh, if he has not played if they are directly taking him to the world cup then i won't play him. i would go with ishan kishan but if he plays asia asia cup to he won't play but if he plays the australia odi series and if he is looking good then you might have to play him as a first choice uh i think up and apart from that uh, your number 4 batsman i think kl will play at 5 and as you said he has a good record at number 5 let's be honest so uh but again kl rahul has to step up let's be honest uh it's high time that uh, a player like him who has play who's playing india for 10 years now who made his debut in 2014 it's high time that you deliver uh for 10 years for me uh, he has not delivered and uh, it's time that 
come the big stage this is your moment and if he plays and if he is not able to live up to the expectations then for me i think uh, he is already out of the t20 team he is already out of the test team for me he is also he will also be out of the odi team after the world cup if he fails to perform so might sound a bit harsh but again uh, this is indian cricket and uh, you know nobody really has the uh, luxury of staying in whether you are performing or not so at number 4 will be a crucial position i think uh, shreyas was the contender but uh, given his injury status i think surya kumar yadav and sanju samson are your two options sanju uh, surya kumar yadav again he is a classic t20 player but i don't know he till the time that he has played odis he has not been able to do that you know and a player like him should have been able to do that uh, he is that x factor that yuvraj singh was in 2011 world cup with the bat surya kumar has that potential to be that player who can actually take the games away but uh, i think they were looking at uh, surya kumar for number 6 position in this series so i think i have a feeling that hardik is the one who is going to bat at 5 and maybe they will play surya at 6 at that position because they think that uh, you know they can take him the bowlers in the last 20 overs i think that will also not be a bad option you know just like suresh raina who used to play at 3 in t20s and used to play at in the back end in odis i think that also won't be a bad option so i think that goes your number 6 and i and hardik at 5 is also not a bad option you know give him that time to settle in jadeja will definitely be your number 7 and i and i still feel the most important player if india has to win the world cup is going to be ravindra jadeja because you know he is that player especially in the last 2 3 years the most improved indian cricketer i would say irrespective of the format beat in test cricket Uh, especially more in test cricket and odi cricket the least in t20 but definitely he has that potential you know he is that one guy who can actually step up i always feel but uh, let's see if, uh, if god forbid the injury should not be there just like in t20 world cup and bowling i still feel is good uh, fast bowling especially uh, mohammad shami uh, jaspreet bumrah uh, i'm not counting bumrah as of now uh, i don't know the injury status what will be at uh, during the world cup uh bumrah uh, sorry uh, mohammad shami mohammad siraj for me good good bowling lineup and i think shardul thakur will also go and shardul thakur also very underrated you know uh, so if bumrah is fit bumrah shardul siraj shami decent i mean uh, the best you have in the lot currently and uh, i think they were training prasad krishna grooming prasad krishna for a while but again injury injuries just come up to these bowlers i don't know how and even shivam mavi i think they were grooming in t20s but uh, i don't think in odis currently but again siraj shami bumrah and shardul i think look sorted for me and spinning option definitely kuldeep will play uh, again as i said uh, uh, they don't like faces of certain players so i don't i think uh, yuvendra chel will uh, will miss out i feel aksha patel again uh, role is not clear but he is the one who will go uh, even though he won't play although i still feel that if you are able to somehow fit in the two wrist spinners uh, that would be my combination it depends on the uh, condition also if they'll pick four spinners in the squad 15 member squad if they go with four spinners definitely chahal will be there or again as i said won't be surprised if ashwin is there so if uh, if they want to make that uh, if they want to jump off the cliff at the end of the day then they'll take ravi chandran ashwin and uh, if they want to play with two wrist spinners and a jadeja i won't be mad at that also you know given the certain places given the depending on the condition on the ground that they play in because they're playing in lucknow they're playing in chennai against two top teams 
and i won't be surprised if they go with three spinners over there so this this is the lineup for me lot of uh, lot of gaps they need to fill especially at number 4 and number 5 uh, or number 6 whatever so let's see how it goes yeah obviously it has been a good chat we have covered till now i think so four or five teams if i'm not mistaken and there's a lot of teams to talk about uh, especially the asian teams we have uh, not talked about the team which i am looking forward to and i think so has the most chances to win the world cup pakistan cricket team then on second pick uh, bangladesh to bangladesh has such a good odi cricket squad and uh, we managed to lose them in the last series we played against them then obviously afghanistan being one of the underrated cricket squad at the moment then sri lanka with top notch spinners and obviously netherlands who have uh, qualified for this world cup alongside sri lanka but yeah it has been a good chat and uh, i think so we should wrap up this podcast uh, right now and obviously in the second half part of this podcast we will talk about the other team so it has been a good chat till now and if you guys want to conclude with anything you can just uh, tell it now or else i think so we should uh, cover other teams in uh, the second part of this podcast i just have one thing to say that i'm very excited i will be very excited to talk about pakistan cricket pakistan cricket team in the next podcast because Pakistan can actually be a very good prospect and have a very high chances to feature in the top 4 in this year's world cup. Yeah, I think for me that's all about it. And yes, definitely Pakistan definitely would like to talk about it. And just one final point I think you already mentioned which is regarding the management and the constant changing of the schedules. This does not reflect well. I know it's not a domain to talk but uh, this does not reflect at well at all given the fans who were you know so excited and so much changing of dates here and there pakistan crying over there saying changing change the dates uh, we are not safe here we are not safe there i think these things should have been taken into consideration long before deciding deciding the dates and these are the kind of things that kill the excitement and as i said that there was no excitement leading up to the world cup uh, you know these are the one of those factors right so again again not in the domain but uh, i expected a bit better from india well i think so obviously in coming months we will get a much clearer picture about what what exactly is the final schedule and uh, what exactly other teams will bring on to the table for now i think so it has been a pretty much good chat and obviously the next podcast will be much more interesting than this because uh, we are going to cover all those teams which haven't been talked about on the national television and they are pretty much underrated for now uh, for example uh, bangladesh afghanistan and sri lanka and most underrated of and underdogs obviously the underdogs coming into this tournament netherlands cricket team who have shown some good cricket in the qualifiers and uh, we will give you a, a good amount of content on them too so yeah we will cover all these five teams in next uh, podcast till then i think so we can just end this podcast and uh, we can go ahead and 
cover the other teams in next part so that's all for today guys and uh, again samira and devanshu thank you for joining and um, we had a pretty much good conversation and uh, we hope we have a, another good uh, session for next uh, set of teams too and if you guys like our content you can just follow us on instagram we go by the handle at the red team cricketstock and if you like such content then you can also listen to our previous podcast and we are available on spotify and with the same name team cricketstock you can also go out there and listen to other podcast and uh, we hope to entertain you again until then goodbye